To show you how easy it is to file a claim with Geico, we hired a nature show host. In a native habitat of a suburban driveway, the poor victim of a broken windshield is left assessing his vehicle utterly helpless. Well, not true. If he's got Geico, he can file a claim online, over the phone, or with his handy mobile app. But like a lone gazelle, he'll suddenly be left to fend for himself, awaiting his terrible fate. Nope. Geico will assign him a designated claims team to help him out, too. So the gazelle gets his car fixed and everything. Wow. Nature is so cool. Geico. Great service. Without all the drama. Welcome to the Delvin Cox Experience. I'm your host, Delvin Cox, and with me today, we have Sean from the ETMF Podcasting Network. How you doing today, brother? Good, good. What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? Fuck Shafi. <laughs> Before we start, <laughs> I'd like to give the guests five quick questions to break the ice, which I call a five for okay. five. Five questions, okay. five answers. You oh, shit, Sean? you're trying to be better than Wendy's. I see you. I see you. <laughs> All right, question one. What's your favorite color? Blue. Question two. Best album you heard this year? Best album I heard this year. Oh, this year. man. That's a hard one. I've actually listened to a bunch of music. For right now, it's got to be 444. Cool, cool. I like that answer. Three. Favorite movie of all time? Oh, my favorite movie of all time. Oh, man. It... It changes so much with the Marvel Universe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I definitely know how that feels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, man, I don't know. That's a tough one. I don't think I have just one movie. I like so many. I've seen, I used to go to the movies every weekend in high school. So I've seen so many movies. I don't know if I have a favorite, just one favorite. Okay, we'll pass on that one. Question four. Yeah. This will be a hard question. If okay. you can speak to anyone in history, past, present, or future, who and why a celebrity or just any person um i'm gonna go kind of deep i would just say my mom because i lost her like 20 almost 20 years ago excellent answer that's great i yeah. woo. i like that one final question and this one okay. for the marbles <laughs> Chalfie Ch 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 got this one right last week let's see if you get this one right big bang theory Class of trash. It's classic, baby. It's up there. It's one of one of the greats. You know that. You know I love the Big Bang. 
<laughs> so we now we one for one with that question. Yeah. I don't know why uh, you hate happiness. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Thanks for that, Sean. Let's get to the meat and potatoes. Let everybody know where you're from. Uh, Chi-Town, man. Uh, now I live in Atlanta, but uh, south side of Chicago, man. That's where I grew up. So what was it like growing up in the mean streets of Chicago? I actually, man, I grew up in High Park, which is uh, actually still one of the, a real good community because it's near the University of Chicago. So a lot of diversity. Um, I mean, shit, it's basically just a lot of people that, you know, move there to go to like school or grad school or work there, end up staying. So it was, it was a good community. I never really stayed like in the hood. I, I was always hood adjacent. You know what I'm saying? That's good. That's good. What type of music you listen to back then? Oh man, my my uncle is heavy, heavy into the hip hop game. Like he's uh, you know, he came up, you know, hanging out with uh, Common and all that other stuff, and no ID. Like he knows him, you know, from Chicago. So I mean, it's always been hip hop ever since I was eight, nine years old. I'm trying to watch Power Rangers. He making me watch Rap City and shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's really cool. So talk about him. Who are the people who inspired you growing up? Who was your inspiration for people and everything like that? Uh. uh just like people that I knew, like my family. It could be your family. It could be people you've seen on TV. All of the above. Uh, so, you know, you said what? Oh, okay. So, uh, you know, I grew up a uh, Chicago Bulls fan in the 90s, so it was Michael Jordan everything. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But, um, you know, uh, I learned a lot from – I learned good and bad things from every person in my family. Like I've, I've, I feel like – for me, I always pay attention to things, man. I just take everything in and I try to analyze why certain situations went a certain way. I, I say I'm solutions oriented, man. I try to avoid problems before I can create them. Okay, let's get to what we came to talk about. What right. is ETMF? ETMF, man. We're going back to the, you want me to, to kick off the origin of the, the first podcast, how we even started? That sounds perfect. I was going to get to that anyway, but we can get right into that. Okay, so... You know, uh, man, I work a desk job. I've done that basically ever since I got out of undergrad. So uh, uh, one of my coworkers had a hookup, man. From uh, He had a guy that got iPods off the truck, man. You know, uh, they fell off the truck, as they say. <laughs> so, you know, I got me uh, my first iPad, you know, circa like 2006 or seven, And I mean, I was just listening to podcasts, listening to podcasts. Like that was the first thing I came up on. And uh, what podcast my boys was just to? like, man, we I started out my very first podcast, I think, was One Up back when they were still a thing. So it was, it was all games at first until I started to spread out and find other things. But at first, it was all games podcast. That was all I listened to. Um, but eventually, you know, one of my boys came to me. I was like, man, podcast seems so fun. You know, once I got into the interview shows, like the Nerdist, you know, Girl on Guy, stuff like that, I was like, that shit just seems fun. You know, you just sit down, talk to the people you like to talk to, and you're just kicking it. So, uh, you know, for a long time, listeners at ETMF, you know, me and my boy Derek, we were like, yeah, we're going to start this podcast. And, of course, we didn't know what the fuck we was doing. So <laughs> we're like, oh, this shit is a hell of a lot harder than I thought it would be. You know what I'm saying? So uh, when we had to design our website, that's how Drake came on because he already had his website for according sources. So he was helping us with everything we needed to do to set the website up for the podcast. And when it finally, you know, we're finally ready. The website was ready. We're ready to post the podcast. We're like, well, you should come on, you know, guest on the first episode. And then he's been on every episode since then. So when you started this whole network, when you guys started it, what did you expect it to be at 
as opposed to where it's at now? I never expected to have more than one show, honestly. And, uh, you know, when we first set out, it was all pretty much just kind of, you know, celebrity, you know, funny, you know, video games, music, nerd shit. You know, I never expected it to be, you know, we get a, we get political, man. You, I mean, you've heard me on different podcasts. Like, you know, I just at this point, it's just like, like I got a microphone, I'm recording and I'm going to say whatever the fuck is on my mind. So I, I never expected to expand. Yeah, that's kind of been my motto. <laughs> so I can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, yeah, it's like I, I can I got a microphone. I can say the fuck I want. Um, I never expected to expand to more than one show. But what I did always say, you know, for, you know, uh, you know, like Dre and, and Margie, you know, for people, you know, this this was kind of my idea. This was my thing. I know you guys have your thing. So, you know, you should branch out and do your things. It wasn't until, you know, like both of them had a podcast and um, I had other people like approach me like, you know, Chaffee approached me like we just, you know, he was a, uh, I, you know, we got to know each other on Twitter. Uh, sorry. And, uh, you know, we started going back and forth and he just said like, yo, we should start a gaming podcast. Cause he's like, you know, y'all are super, you know, political these days. Y'all don't talk about video games as much. Let's start a video game podcast. And so we we're talking about that. And I was like, fuck it, man. You know, we should just go ahead and make a network. So what are the challenges in starting up a whole podcast network? It's just logistical things, man. I mean, that's a lot of people. Um, you know, we wanted to try to have more of a frequency where more, you know, all our shows were like boom, 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 boom. But, you know, that shit's just hard, man, because, I mean, everybody got full-time jobs, families, things happen. Like, we've had, since we, I mean, we started the network, like, a, a little over a year and a half ago. It was, like, last March. And, I mean, since then, man, you know, just different people in the network been dealing with things, you know, loss of friends, family, you know, relocation, babies. You know, it's just a lot of stuff comes up. Well, so, it's just, it, it's hard to keep the the frequency as, as we want it, but... I mean, the hardest thing really is just, you know, making sure that I, 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 my thing is I try to make sure that even when anybody wants to release something, even if I'm not on it, that I give it the proper and same amount of pub, like just because I'm not on it don't mean it's not just as important to the network in my opinion. Well, you just went to my next question, which was what were the difficulties of balancing your podcast life and your personal life? Um, well, when we first started the podcast, it was every Thursday night. And, uh, you know, this was before you can record, you know, the hangouts on air like we're doing. So, I mean, we used to go, me and Dre used to go to our boy Derek's house on Thursday nights at nine and then set up bullshit and then record, get home 12, 31 o'clock, still be up the next day going to work, you know. So once, you know, we did that for a couple months and I knew I was going to move soon. So, like, once we figured out the hangouts on air or whatever, I was like, well, shit, all I'm doing is setting aside an hour or two a week every other week to do the podcast like that's not really that 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 part wasn't that hard the more time consuming thing is like making sure the website stays up and being on social media and interacting with people like that's really what takes time but that's the enjoyable part you know i will say that uh starting a podcast got me way more technical than i ever thought i would be like you know just how to build a website and how to keep it going and interacting with people on twitter because i used to have my own personal twitter but i never used it but you know uh I, I'm only, you know, ETMF on Twitter. I, I don't have my own personal account. Like that's all. I, that's the only people that I deal with. I talk about. That sounds good to me. So, what do you want to take this? Everything that comes with it. What's your goal, basically? 
my God, it, it rotates, you know, it, it, it changes. Cause you know, of course everybody's like, oh man, we want to make money. You know what I'm saying? But just realistically, such a small percentage of podcasts make money. Um, everybody has full-time jobs. Everybody has families. And I still feel like our podcast is a way that we can just connect with each other and other people. Cause you know, I don't live in Chicago anymore. You know, I don't live in LA like Chalfie does, or you know what I mean? I don't I don't live in Maryland like Margie. We got other guys from the wrestling podcast. They're all over. You know, E-Man is in Chicago. So this is just a way for us to connect and talk. And, you know, I just if if one day something comes of it, then maybe it does. We have, you know, we got this secret, uh, well, a quote unquote secret, you know, checklist of all the things that we want to do with the network. Some are long term goals, some are short term goals. So we just kind of trying to check off those boxes little by little. Cool. One of the things I've always respected about the network in itself is the fact that it is so diverse. It's so many different aspects of the network, you know, where you got your your politics you talk about or your wrestling or your video games. Was that something by design or is that something that just happened by happenstance, more or less? Well, initially, like, ETMF was, like, just the catch-all. Like, some weeks we're going to talk about music. Some weeks we're going to talk about video games. Some weeks we're going to talk about this or that. And when we decided to expand to the network, we were like, (laughs) first off, ETMF started to be over two hours almost every time. And we're just like, this is just too damn long. You know what I mean? So it's just like we had to find a way to shorten the podcast, man. So once we decided we we had a network, we're like, this is the time before going to to create new shows. So, you know, when we had the music podcast, you know, what our boy J-Dot, who does a podcast on repeat, his his time on ETMF was one of our most downloaded episodes ever. So people like that. And then, um, you know, I had, he was even on the games pod, like talking with, you know, Chalfie about, you know, hip hop, because they both listen to it a lot more than I do. So I was just like, you know, it'd be, it would make a lot of sense to start a music podcast. And then like Chaffee said, we didn't really talk about games as much. So to start a games podcast and, you know, when we knew some other guys that were, you know, super heavy in the wrestling, even more than me, that was like, oh, we want to start a wrestling podcast. We're like, cool. You know what I mean? And, you know, E-Man's already, always done his uh, YouTube movie reviews. And I was like, if you ever want to just do some audio shit, you know, just holler at your boy and I got you. So, you know, just like you said, you want to have something for everybody. Because I already know that I'm an acquired taste, man. I'm not for everybody, man. So it's got to be something on our network that people enjoy. I I like what you said because the parallels between where you're at now and where I was at are very similar in the sense where when I started out the Mic Drop podcast, it was kind of a catch-all, be-all, me and my homeboy talking together about everything that we see. Now that I started out the Delvin Cox experience, it's more of a different take is more of it's kind of like my views but it's more or less me talking to people and find out about their lifestyle and everything that's going on in their life and i find it interesting i find it fascinating to hear the stories from other people and the response from, from it has been amazing to say the least yeah it's dope man i was i've been listening to you all day in preparation oh that's great man that's awesome i'm glad to hear that <laughs> <laughs> you know it always amazes me when people say, I listen to your podcast, and it's like, wow, like, really? And it, the response from it is awesome. I listen to your podcast pretty much. I'm, I'm a couple episodes behind. See, the problem that's been going on lately is I pretty much only listen to podcasts when I'm at work. And I was off three days last week, and I had been off a couple of days before that. So it's like it always it, – it, it's hard for me to catch up, man. But it's certain pods like your pod. I got – you know, I got a couple pods where – 
you know, my, you know, the what up though guys, black astronauts, you know, the people that I know that support us, we support them. Like I never skip an episode. So even if I'm like two months behind, I'll catch up and listen to every single one. I definitely appreciate that. And one of the things I can say is you guys have always inspired me. You guys inspired me, the guys from dark fire entertainment, because you, when you are a podcaster of color and you see other podcasts of color doing that, it makes you proud. When you see them be successful, you got you get a kind of sense of pride into it as well. Yeah. Cause like when I first when I first started listening to podcasts, I listened to people like Kevin Smith, the guys that kind of funny, the nerdist, Adam Crow. I used to listen to different podcasts, but I used to listen now, to them too. Yeah, now you see a lot of podcasts like Drink Champs coming up. You see more podcasts of color, and it's like it's cool. It's cool seeing these podcasts come up and on the same levels as the big boys, in a sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's nothing. Um, there's there's really no barrier to entry with podcasts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you just have to have a computer. That's the only thing, or even a phone for that matter. Yeah. So 20 years from now, where do you want this to be? Where do you want the ETMF podcast <laughs> network to, to be going at? I don't know, man. It's it's kind of like, you know, you listen to pods. I got a lot of shit going on. So, you know, I'm married. I got two kids. I coach all my son's sports. It, it is. I mean, like my life is like super busy right now. And, you know, I, I want to be, you know, I'll, I'll realistically say in 20 years, I don't expect there to be podcasts. I expect it to have evolved to something different. We don't know what it, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I want to roll with the punches until it gets to be something that I'm not interested in. See, like, so when we first started out, uh, you know, I want it to be all fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is just for me and my boys to have fun to talk. Then after a while, you see how some successful podcasts are and you kind of get lost in the, you know, maybe if I did things like them, I'll be more successful. If I did things like that, and when I started to try to force, you know, be, there was a while when I was like, well, we got to do it every week. Like, no matter what, no, it, no matter what, we got to do it every week. You know what I'm saying? But then there was times where it's like, guess what? All I did all fucking week was go to work and come home and go to sleep. I was exhausted. <laughs> you know, like I, just, I just don't have anything to talk about. So th- there, there was a short time, like, you'll see, like, if you look back in the archives, we just took a bunch of. A bunch of time off like people were busy and people were doing stuff and it just it hadn't gotten fun because i was trying to force it you know what i'm saying so it's like that's why i don't yeah i don't like to force it it's like when i got something to say or i feel like we should do something you know we come out and that's why like uh, i don't want to start like a patreon or nothing because i've thought about it but I, you know i can't be like uh the other people i know at patreon like bike astronauts and stuff like that you know like they're on and on and on and i'm just like i already know i'm not gonna do that and I don't pay these people to podcast, so I'm not. I mean, I have no right to tell them, "Hey, y'all need to put out a fucking podcast." You know what I'm saying? So it's like it, it's just all love, and we'll we'll see where it takes us, man. It's like we want people to listen to us, we want people to enjoy us. But you know, we're gonna be that podcast. You're like, oh shit, it's a random Tuesday. Let's see what show it is. But you know, we got so many shows, you just never know what's gonna come out. So, what kind of advice do you have for somebody out there trying to start their own podcast? trying to come into the game that we already in. That's funny because I actually got an email from uh, one of my wife's co-workers today saying he wants to start a podcast. Um, you know, just it, it, it's a lot more work than people think it is. That's the first thing. You know I mean? You know that. You know, like, you, it's not like you just pick up a microphone and start podcasting. Like, there's a lot of prep you got to do before you even release the first episode. 
So I mean, that's a lot of work. Oh, yes. What What was some of the hardest if you had in releasing your first episode? Well, shit. Well, <laughs> we actually started like we use Libsyn now, but before we used um, I can't remember Feedburner. Remember like that free Google shit that they used to have? Yep. So that shit is freaking hard to use, and you had to have your website to you know host and everything. So it was just like. We didn't know we had to have a website to host, you know, we didn't know how to really design a website, you know, we didn't know how to make our RSS, we didn't know how to submit to iTunes, it's just like, it's a bunch of steps that, you know, you got to kind of have before you can really get it started. And if you're not willing to at least put that work in and you're not willing to do it, and, and podcasts aren't free, podcasts cost money, you know, yes, they do. yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to cost a whole bunch of money, but it's not free. So yeah. you, know, you little, gotta little, you gotta be willing. A little inside baseball. I think I pay. I want to say two hundred to three hundred dollars a year for the podcast. That sounds about right. I think I pay more than that because our feed is so big. So for those who are starting your podcast, be well aware of that if you're gonna start a podcast and take it seriously, you're gonna have to put some money into it. Yep. I need to actually. My next purchase is probably is uh, getting a mixer. That's gonna cost me like at least a hundred and some dollars. You what? Oh, shoot, let me talk about talk to you about that. What programs you use to mix your podcast down? I use Audacity. That's what I use. Too. Um, right. every once in a while, I, you know, I just read some articles about like different ways to edit it, but I, I don't do a whole lot because, you know, with the Google Hangout, it's harder. Everybody's track is one track, so it's not like we we record on a bunch of separate tracks where I can do all this little editing and this and that, and it's just like. Whether they were just so bad, I just did not put them out. Figure out what was wrong and the sound wasn't there. But, you know, most of the time we're fine. And it's just like the only thing I'm really taking out is silence and kind of compressing the sound. Because sometimes Dre's microphone is loud as fuck for no goddamn reason. (laughs) Yeah, that's one of the things you have to realize when you're doing a podcast, how to balance those things out. But once you get the hang of it, it's not so bad. Yeah, like when I first started, I didn't know anything about the editing tools in Audacity. I was like going through and taking out a silence myself that I thought was too long. And I mean, you get that's you know, there's something that does that in five seconds. Yeah. And me having experience with music, I kind of do those things, but it's a little bit different with podcasting yeah. because you're not mixing out a song. You know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. And, exactly. Not, and not yep. only that. Yeah, yeah. One of the hardest things I had to realize was the fact that certain programs that you use to, like, for example, Google Hangout records both of our mics. Right. It's like regular music programs don't do that. Hmm. So for a long time, like, for the, if you notice the beginning, the beginning episodes of the Mic Drop podcast sound like crap because I was, oh, using, yeah. actual, I was using actual music programs. And it wasn't picking up the other mic. It was picking up my mic. Uh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see that. So it's it's oh, it's growing pain. Uh, other advice to podcast yeah, other advice to podcasters, man. Your first three episodes will probably be the worst ones you put out. Yeah. I mean it's just yeah. <laughs> I'll listen back, you know, I re released our first episode a couple months ago when we had like our four year anniversary and I listened to it. I was like, this shit sucked, man. <laughs> just like like we had fun but that's just i didn't think it was good like we we're all kind of drunk 
you know, kind of nervous. It just wasn't, it just was not good to me. I just did not think that that was good. But a lot of the times I'll be like, you know what? That episode sucked. I mean, we put it out there, whatever, and then people like it. So, hey, shit, what do I know? It's interesting you say that because my grandmother finally asked me what I did. I explained to her about the podcast, and my, I let her listen to the Devil Cox experience, and she was like, wow, this sounds amazing. This is great. She, like, fell in love with it. That's what's so up. Like, I'm like, you, know, nope, you can't hear the old ones. <laughs> You can come back. <laughs> you can listen to the Devil Cox experience on down, because I know like this is. I feel like now I got it down almost. So it's it's kind of different. Yeah, it becomes like more routine. You know, you still have fun with it. Like, t- so tomorrow we're gonna record. Uh, it's gonna be a couple of us on. It'll probably be me, Casey from Geeks Worldwide, E Man, and uh, Dre just talking about the the summer comic book movie. So just talk about Spider Man, Wonder Woman, Guardians. You know, just what we thought about that. You know, that's just fun because we always get on there and get to arguing about shit. That's, that sounds like a good podcast. Which episode is that? Let them know what it is. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm not sure. I think I'll just title the ETMF uh, podcast uh, summer movie discussion. That'll probably be the title. Okay, okay. Sounds good, man. Let me let you get up out of here because I know you got things to do. I ain't want to keep you here too long anyway. Oh, no, you, I mean, yeah. we, all, we all good, man. I cleared it with the wife. <laughs> <laughs> We all good. We had technical difficulties earlier because damn um, Windows decided to add Windows 10 on my laptop. You supposed to have that shit like five months ago, man. Like, what the hell? And the craziest thing about it is this is a new laptop. I bought this laptop like two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. That's that's another thing for podcasters, man. Like, I had to spend a hell of a lot more money on this laptop than I would have if I did not do a podcast. Because my last, my last uh, laptop was not powerful enough to be doing podcasts and shit. Like it felt like a damn jet engine when we finished podcast. It'd be so fucking hot, man. So, <laughs> That's why. I yeah, when I, yeah, me too. I upgraded last. Um, I upgraded last summer. See the thing out here, man. This this was what I did. You know, so uh, I don't know if they do that where you are, but um, in Georgia they do the the tax free weekend before school goes back. Yep. Yeah, and that works on laptops too. So I say like sixty dollars. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, anything that could possibly. Yeah, anything that can possibly be used for school, it 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 applies to. I got a pretty good deal on my laptop, but I wish I'd know that. <laughs> hey man, but then again, school's not back down here yet. No, no, no. Our our um, you know, we start. Our, my kids start. I think on the seventh or some shit like that. So. uh Tax-free weekend should be the first weekend of August. My kids don't go back till September. Oh, yeah. Like no, end of August, September. No, man. I mean, what when did they get out? June? Oh, yeah. See, we get out before Memorial Day. Yeah, they got out after Memorial Day. It was June 2nd or something like that? Yeah. No, no. My kids had already been on break. Um. That's something I wanted to ask you, actually. So what made you start the, the, the second show? Oh, that's a good question. Let me get into the whole hubbub of that. It's not a long story, but it's an interesting one. What <laughs> okay. What was happening was my man Vision Al was going through a whole bunch of stuff at the time. 
I mean, like his his life is literally like a hurricane. And it was coming to the point where it was affecting the podcast, where I would have to keep doing episodes by myself because, and it's not not his fault whatsoever. It was like it was horrible things that I mm. I I could like. It's one of those things where it's not like you can sit there and tell like, "Hey, you fucking up." It's more or less like, "Damn, your life is falling apart." Bad. I'm telling you, man. That's I understand. That's that's what's happened to. A lot of people on the network. That's why the shows don't come out as often. Yeah, that's what was happening. And it, it was like, and I kind of felt like it's not fair to the people who listen to the podcast that have to go through this as well. Because I know people like, because like I say, I listen to a lot of podcasts myself. And I know like, when it's a podcast that I like it, it don't come out for I'm like, damn, man. It kind of it messes up my day in a sense. So I was like, how can I do the podcast without him. And if, if he was ever to come back, I would still be able to, to not only do the old podcast, but to have something to fall back on. So we we'll always have a podcast up no matter what. Mm-hmm. And originally the idea was for me to be doing this podcast by myself and occasionally have a rotating guest in. But what ended up happening was Back from me having guests in and kind of interviewing that was so positive. You had to, you know, too many fucking people is what happened. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. The feedback and the fact that I knew so many people was so positive. It was like, yo, this might be the thing. This might be like, yeah, that's dope, the man. Next evolution. I appreciate you having me on. I really do. It's dope, man. I mean, oh, see, definitely, that's definitely, it. see, that was organic. You know what I'm saying? That that's another thing with podcasts, like. That you don't have to be stuck in a bubble. You can do whatever the fuck you want to. Yeah, man. I got a you good know. question for you. I just thought of right now. Okay. Because I'm, 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 I want to hear your answer first before I give you my answer. Who are some of okay. your dream podcast guests you want to have on? Dream podcast guests. Um, that are podcasters or just in general? In general. Because I have a list of people I want to get on the podcast too that are, that's realistic. That that's realistic. Um, yeah, my list is realistic. You can say whoever the hell you want to say. I mean, for me, it's it's kind of different because, um, you know, I I do uh, cover conventions for Geeks Worldwide, and I actually might have a chance to interview some people coming up at DragonCon. Yeah, so, you know, that's the, I might actually get to 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 do some of these people that I'm thinking of, but I really want to. I'm trying to think who, who's podcast. I would love to actually uh, interview uh, Jalen Rose because I love the Jalen and Jacoby podcast. I think that, that's you know, yeah, that's hilarious. Um, what other podcasters do I like? Or just people in general. I would actually like to 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 have Zach Lowe on the podcast. He's got my favorite basketball podcast. Or uh, Michael Smith and Jamel Hill. Like, they're awesome. You know, shit. The, another round crew. You know, Heaven and Tracy. You know, Kid Fury, Crystal, you know, just people that I like to listen to. I, I feel like they would be good to talk to. I would actually love to have the kind of funny guys on because I met them and they're nice as shit. Like that would that would be that cool, too, because, awesome. because like they're the pinnacle. You know what I'm saying? Like if you look at, you know, you quit your job, you just like, fuck it. I'm going to just do what it, I really enjoy. And it just works out. You know, like that's like they're the people that you look at. You know what I'm saying? 
Definitely. They are, have been a big inspiration on why I started podcasting. Yeah. Aisha Tyler, too. She was one of the main reasons I started podcasting. Girl on Guy was one of my favorite podcasts. Her interviews were awesome. Because even like when she didn't know people, it seemed like they had been friends for years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, I like her podcast, too, a lot. So, so what about you? My answers are going to surprise you. Okay. Taylor Swift. Probably- <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Not the least bit. It's going. It's going to be some shocking ones, though. Okay. okay. One of them, Levar Burton. No, that's 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 not too that's not too shocking. I can see that. How old are you? Yeah. Thirty-seven. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. I, I think, <laughs> yeah. I think he led an interesting life, and in the fact that he's been the voice. For so many young black kids, yeah, because Reed Rainbow been going on forever, and even now that was the shit. Yeah, he does he does a podcast now where he's literally doing Reading Rainbow for adults. Oh, that's dope. I'm gonna have to check that out. I can't remember the name of right now. I'll send it to you, but it's it's pretty dope. Another one. This this one's gonna be really interesting. I don't know if you you're a little bit younger, but you might not even know who this is. Tevin Campbell. Really. Yeah, Tevin Campbell. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't that much of a fan in my youth. But I think his story is fascinating because of he was a huge star at one point. That's very true. And it just all went away. I think he's Quincy Jones's nephew. Is he? I think so. I think it's Quincy Jones. He's related to one of them. He's the Quincy Jones or Barry Gordy. And to have that kind of star power, you know, usually when you have like guys who can sing who are related to bigger celebrities like the three T's who are related to Michael Jackson, they don't for some reason they don't have like staying power to survive. Yeah. But Tevin Campbell had hits. Yeah, I mean, there's some people that, that still swear by him to this day. That's another thing. I think on a, another round they talked about loving Tevin Campbell one time. Yeah, he, like I said, at one point, he was one of the, a huge star. Probably one of the biggest pop stars in the world at one point. Trying to think. At, at one point in the 90s, yeah. Yeah. Will Smith, of course. He's one of those guys that I kind of look up to, and I think it would be cool to. You know what? You know, the guys actually, yeah, the transition, like guys that I would I would like to talk to about like their transition would be like Will Smith, LL Cool J, The Rock, like people like that. They're just, they were really, really popular in one thing and they got really, really popular in something totally different. Yeah, not only that, think, think about Will Smith. He doesn't get the credit he deserves for hip hop. And I've said this multiple times. Will Smith. Well, that's because, I mean, people younger than us, Probably don't even know that he's the one who's rapping summertime when they hear it every year. Yeah, not only that, the fact that and for those who are rappers, they rapping without cursing is hard. Yeah. Didn't he win the first Grammy for rap? Yeah. Yep. Or the second, first or second one or something like that? Yep. He's one of the first hip hop artists to go five times platinum. He's at his prime, he was a huge hip hop artist. And people got Hey, look. Don't let people get you at that bullshit. Y'all were shaking your head 
when getting jiggy with it was out and when man in black was out and when wow well west was out y'all know y'all like them hits exactly it's not like those hits with that album didn't go five times platinum which is all white people buying it yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's be real let's keep it real i want to I, I mean every summer when his movie was coming out in july you know he was going to drop a high track for the soundtrack too yeah definitely 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 oh he had some monster hits and I'd probably laugh, well, not lastly. Lastly, I think somebody I'm, I'm trying to get on the podcast eventually is Chuck D. Oh, that's interesting. I, I would like to hear him. Do you listen to Combat Jack? Yeah, I listen to him. I, I stopped for a minute because I'm listening to Mogul. You have, have you heard of that one yet? Mm-mm. About Chris Lighty? Oh, is that the, the Chris Lighty podcast, right? Yes, it's good. How does that work? How, how, how are they doing that? They're telling the story. Like, who's telling the story? Combat Jack. He's He interviewed a whole bunch of people about the life of Chris Lighty, and they're giving their takes on it and everything. They're telling they're telling his story very well, by the way. Okay, almost, yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. I heard it, all, the, all the advertising for it. It's very good. I didn't think they were going to be able to pull it off, but they're pulling it off very good. It's a lot of different people on it. It's like uh, Noriega's telling stories about Chris Lighty. Um... Warren G, who was the person who Chris Lighty signed Warren G. And a lot of people don't know this, that Warren G was the one who brought Def Jam back. Def Jam was like losing money and everything. They were going to go out of business. And if it wasn't for mm-hmm. Warren G and Chris Lighty finding Warren G, who nobody wanted to sign, Def Jam would have been out of business a long time ago. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out. Me, you, me, you, and uh, Chalfie and our boy J. Dot, we have to get together and, and talk hip hop one day. Oh, I'm definitely down with that. I was already talking to Chalfie about that a couple of weeks ago. Us doing like a hip hop state of the union. I would do. Hey, man! Ever since I got Apple Music, just t- just tell me what we're talking about. And I'm listening to all that shit. <laughs> you and I both, man. I'm doing the exact same thing. I ain't get Apple Music, and I'm literally going out there buying music like an old man. <laughs> hey man i was uh you know i was really against apple music at first i thought it was kind of stupid um be, you know i was just like i don't listen to that much shit but you don't you don't really realize that um when you have the access you'll just try something you know what i'm saying yeah um like i never would have went and bought jadena's album but i listen to it on apple music that shit is hot i haven't heard it yet oh yeah that shit is hot <laughs> you would, yeah. Somebody who likes, you know, I know you like the old school hip hop. You'll like his album. You'll like his flow, his sound. It's it's dope. And it's like uh, the thing with Apple Music that got me is like I share. You know, I got a family share, so it's me, and my wife, and my mother in law. So it's like you know the fifteen dollar family price actually is really good when you think about three people using it. That's a good idea. That's a good deal. What's been messing me up is the fact that I have too many services. I got. PlayStation View, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, HBO Now. Like, well, well, I mean, shit, that made music, though. That's different. I got all those, too. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, uh, actually, I just got that Amazon Echo. How do you like it? It's cool so far. Um, my, my boy got it for me for being at his wedding on Friday. So, you know, I, I've only been messing with it a little bit. Though The only problem is uh, my daughter picked up how to add things to our shopping list, man. So we had all types of bullshit on the grocery list yesterday. <laughs> the 
she she put what she put she put cookies ice cream juice some other stuff i'm just like come on now just adding all types of shit to my shopping list but it's cool i think i'm actually uh gonna invest in a dot for the bedroom and then um get you know some of those fill-up lights that you can control with the echo i think you probably should invest in a dot a couple of weeks ago it was on sale for like I think 30 bucks or something like that it's still only 50 so it's not bad my wife actually got me a 50 dollars gift card to best buy for my birthday that i'm still sitting on so i'm gonna just go ahead and use that that's a good idea somebody told me because i was thinking about getting the echo but somebody told me apple's coming out with one soon so i think i'm gonna wait on that one for now at least oh maybe the one thing i will say about the echo is that it the part of the reason that it costs so much it is a good ass fucking bluetooth speaker like oh. it it gets real loud it has really good sound i, I really like that you're talking me into it now slowly yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that just piqued my interest up real quick yeah I definitely enjoy it as a Bluetooth speaker. When you play it at as loud as um as loud as volume, you can't even give it commands anymore. It's just too loud. Can't hear you. That's pretty dope. Yeah, I, I like it. I haven't really tried to, you know, have a party yet here, have people over and then just like kind of play music in the background. But I mean it's cool. It's kind of like a novelty thing. I mean, the most I'm gonna use it for, just like before we came in here, I was like, oh, I should have put this on my calendar. Cause then, you know, I'll put the podcast for tomorrow on my calendar. And I was just like, you know, Alexa, what's on my calendar for tomorrow? And it's just like tomorrow at nine 30, a summer comic book movie discussion. I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't want to forget about that. So, you know, that's pretty cool. Though. Yeah. Shit like that is cool. And the, the way that, you know, you add uh shit to your shopping list, I'm that type of person where it's like, I'll say, Oh, I need to do this. And then I forget to write the shit down and I don't get it. <laughs> so, I, you know, so it's like, and having that to add to my to-do list, even if I don't have my phone around me or something like that, it's cool. I mean, I'm just a gadget-ass dude. I just got an Apple Watch and all that shit, so I just got a bunch of gadgets, man. Yeah, you you a lot like me then. Let me ask you a question. Your series of female or male? Uh, my my series of British female. I use British male. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the only reason why I do it is because yeah. you sound like Alfred. Really? Oh, I got I got I got to check that out. He 100% sound like I Alfred. had changed. I, I had to change mine. I had changed mine to British uh, last year when it was the year long gap from Doctor Who episodes. I was so salty, man. I got like the Doctor Who ringtone. I changed my Siri to British. Like I was just, I was just salty about Doctor Who not being on for a whole year. Also, since, since you brought that up, let me ask you about this. Then, what do you think about the first female Doctor Who? I think it's. I mean, I think it's fine. I think it's great. I mean, why not? It's it's an alien that can turn to anybody. It, you know, if you watch the show, they've been setting this up for like two seasons, at least the possibility. Because the first thing that happened was, you know, you know his his arch nemesis came back as a woman. You know, so you so you see that that's possible. Then you know he shoots a a time lord and they regenerate from a white a old white dude to a younger black woman. So it's like you you can kind of see the pattern. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. So, hey, man, so why not? I, I don't see why, you know, uh, there was a skit, I think it was on BuzzFeed, where they were just making fun of people who are just like, you know, the doctor can't be, you know, can't be a woman. It's just like, I'm so upset that the fictional alien that I like is becoming somebody else. <laughs> What's next? You know me. Come on, man. You, you, let's say, you know me on Twitter and everything and on the podcast. Like, I'm all about diversity. Like, there are only... 
you know, if Black Panther somehow became a white dude, then I'd be like, hold on, what the fuck y'all doing? Because it just doesn't even make sense for the character. But it's like for Doctor Who, he's been, you know, saying, oh, I'm a woman almost every single time. So he knows it's possible. Yes, yeah, interesting how people, I'm definitely going to have you back on to have a bigger discussion about this, but how people get mad about fictional characters and their yeah. races changing in a sense. Well, like, for example, I don't want to get in discussion right now, but I had a conversation with a guy a while back on Twitter about the fact that um, they had Captain America as black. It wasn't the same oh, Captain oh, America. Sam Wilson? Yeah, Sam Wilson, Captain America. And I was saying how great that book is. If you read the uh, Sam Wilson, Captain America, it was excellent. It, it was so excellent. As a matter of fact, I'm pissed off that they're, he's going back to being Falcon now. They always go back, man. And it's Rogers always comes back to be Captain America eventually. Even though he's a Nazi now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, he'll, he'll be Captain America again. Yeah. But it was crazy because the guy got mad at me. Like he was like, why do we are Marvel trying to push black people on us? We don't want a black Captain America. And I'm like, like dude. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you have white Captain America. <laughs> it's literally the book is literally right, like, right next to it. Yeah, like it's not it's not even Steve Rogers. Like, come on, man, chill. Yeah. They and it's not only it's not only, not only it's not even Steve Rogers, you can get Steve Rogers' book. Yeah. Marvel, right. Marvel did it in a way where, <laughs> hey, if you don't like this Captain America, here's good old white Captain America right here. No harm, no foul. That is funny to me. And this, this dude was so bad. Like, what am I going to tell my kids? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that, man. Like, it, <laughs> it's, it, like, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it the, some of the time because I, 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 I tend to get heated, man. You, you, you know how I get. Yeah, <laughs> I knew that one was going to get you. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, I don't got no time for that bullshit. Like, like I said, that's another thing about me for the podcast. I'm not going to put out what I think people listen to. I'm going to put out what I want to put out and either people are going to listen or they aren't, you know? Yeah. That's a good way to look at it. and a good way to do it. Nobody got time for all that bullshit. <laughs> I think that is the perfect way to close out this episode. Of the Devil yeah. Devil. <laughs> 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 oh. Man, tell them where to find all your stuff at. Oh, hey, man, ETMF Podcast Network on Twitter. You know, go to etmfpodcast.com, um, Facebook, ETMF Podcast, uh, you know, even on Tumblr, and anywhere you can find us. The podcast should be anywhere. I mean, like I said, we got something for everybody, you know, for those, you know, those of you who might have never heard of us. Um, ETMF Podcast is where we basically, you know, we cover whatever, you know, whatever we're feeling that we should cover, you know, but we got according to sources for sports, emails, movie reviews, podcast, don't repeat for music. Uh, curses and curses might come back. I don't know. Sinclair, he, he wild, man. He had uh, shit going on. Um, Jojo podcast show uh, games. We don't play. Um, and I, we're probably going to be actually starting a new show soon. I'm trying to work out the, the details of that. So it, it might be a, a new show that'll be coming in the next couple of weeks, couple of months. Oh, what is that new show? I'm interested to hear about. I'll tell you off air. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, hit me up, man. Uh, 
you know, I love to, to interact on Twitter, man. That's how, you know, became cool with uh, Delvin and Chalfie, man. I, you know, me and Chalfie still trying to figure out how to meet up for the first time. And we've been homies for three years. <laughs> Good luck with that. You, you probably will meet me before you meet Chalfie. Probably. Hey, man, we are. Uh, we talking about going to Pack South in uh, San Antonio, man. Get on it in January. Shoot, I might go to Dragon Con. Oh, shit. Yeah, hey, man. Yeah, let me know. I'm literally like a couple hours away from you. I'm in Miami, so it shouldn't be too much of a problem to get there. Hey, yeah, let me know. Definitely. Hit me up. You my know wife, I'm there. Def, my wife brought it up to me the other day. She was like, you want to go to Dragon Con? I'm like, huh, I might do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what's up, man. Yeah, man. Definitely. Well, as always, man, Delvin Cox Experience, and we are out. Peace, everybody. Peace.